Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This morning, the cricket world in shock. Sporting legend Dean Jones dies of a heart attack. This morning, emotional tributes for one of the finest batsmen of his generation. D-Day for Daniel Andrews, the Victorian Premier set to face the hotel quarantine inquiry. Restrictions ease, Queenslanders given more freedom, while in New South Wales, rules are relaxed at weddings and sports carnivals. Plus a dementia breakthrough involving a common diabetes drug. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The cricket community has been rocked by the sudden death of Australian batting great Dean Jones. The 59-year-old collapsed in Mumbai, where he was working as a commentator alongside former paceman Brett Lee. Dean Jones is being remembered as a stalwart of the game and a true workhorse. Chennai, 1986. Dean Jones dehydrated in blistering conditions but soldiering on, refusing to let a Queenslander replace him at the crease. I expect that from any person to wear a baggy green cap or, or to wear the Australian colours, whether it be in any other sport. He posted 210 runs, leading to a tied test against India. It was just his third of what would be 52 tests and 164 one-day internationals. Oh, he smashed that one. Huge six there from Dean Jones. He retired fully from the game in 1998 as Victoria's leading first-class run scorer and went on to have a successful career as a coach and commentator. The world-class batsman collapsed at a hotel in Mumbai yesterday where he was commentating on the Indian Premier League alongside Brett Lee. Despite CPR attempts from Lee and others, Jones died from cardiac arrest. Returning to the TV screen just hours later, Brett Lee said his friend would have wanted him to be there and he would make him proud. He, he would have wanted us to be here tonight because it's, um, well, it's, it's pretty much the, the select dinner, we call it. It's not the select dugout, it's, it's Dino's dugout tonight, so he's an absolute legend. His sudden death has shocked the world, tributes flowing from home and abroad. The PM calling Jones a true entertainer at the crease. From Cricket Australia, he won admirers the world over with his dashing shot-making and superb fielding. And from former captain Michael Clark, speechless, devastated. Rest in peace, great man. He leaves behind his wife Jane and his two daughters. He was 59. Rachel Sullivan, 7 News.
The inquiry into Victoria's bungled hotel quarantine program will today hear from its most anticipated witness. Premier Daniel Andrews is expected to be grilled over unanswered questions, including who made the decision to hire private security guards and why help from the army was rejected. Mr Andrews has previously said the buck stops with him and he will take responsibility for the decisions made. Senior ministers and bureaucrats have dodged responsibility for the failed program, which sparked the state's second COVID wave. Victoria's coronavirus numbers continue to track in the right direction, reporting just 12 cases yesterday. Premier Andrews says he'll continue to take a slow and steady approach to easing restrictions. It's understood Sunday's announcement is likely to affect meatworks, real estate, construction and supermarket distribution centres. After recording no COVID cases yesterday and 14 consecutive days without community transmission, restrictions in south-east Queensland have been lifted. Gatherings have been increased to 30 people and visits to aged care facilities and hospitals are now allowed. The state has also lifted the COVID hotspot declaration from the ACT overnight, opening up travel with the Territory. A range of COVID restrictions have been eased across New South Wales as well. Bridal parties of up to 20 can now take to the dance floor before it was just the happy couple. While Term 4 of school will see excursions, camps and inter-school sport back on the agenda. Formals will also be allowed from November 12 and musical activities can resume as well. The one parent rule for children's community sport has also been lifted just in time for some grand finals this weekend. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg will announce an overhaul of Australia's credit framework as part of the country's post-COVID recovery plan. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Olivia. We're being promised a faster access to loans. Yeah, good morning, Jodie. This will affect everything from mortgages to personal loans, credit cards and payday lending to make it easier for banks to decide if customers can afford the loan that they are after. Parliament would still have to pass these changes, these proposed changes to the Credit Act, and if approved, they take effect from March. These changes, already backed by industry, master builders say it could speed up decisions for Australians trying to buy a house by making it faster to get approval for a mortgage. Now, banks would own be subject to scrutiny of their lending obligations by APRA and not ASIC, the corporate regulators, trying to limit some of the red tape involved in regulation. There is concern, though, among consumer groups about making it easier for Australians to access credit uh, at a time, a difficult time, when they may struggle to repay. So they'll be keen to ensure there are enough protections for those who are vulnerable. The Treasurer will announce the details of these changes today as he prepares to unveil the federal budget next month, including fast-tracked fast tax cuts as well as new spending to try and help Australia out of recession. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. Wildlife officers have been sent to Lizard Island in far north Queensland after a man was attacked by a crocodile. The 33-year-old was snorkelling when he was bitten, suffering head and neck injuries. The Royal Flying Doctor Service flew the man to Cairns Base Hospital, where he remains now in a stable condition. Two families finally have long-awaited answers in the most significant criminal trial in Western Australia's history, the Claremont serial killings case. Bradley Robert Edwards was found guilty of the murders of Kira Glennon and Jane Rimmer, but he was found not guilty of another. Sarah Spears disappeared more than 20 years ago. Her body has never been found. The evidence makes it more likely that the accused was the killer of Miss Spears, 
but it cannot prove it beyond reasonable doubt. The investigation into the murder of Sarah Spears remains open. We will never give up. Edwards is now behind bars at a Perth prison, a self-confessed rapist and now a convicted double murderer. The search for a missing South Australian boatie has been officially called off. Rescue crews spent three days looking for Tony Higgins and his vessel after he radioed for help on Tuesday morning. Debris from his boat and personal items were discovered in the search. Authorities are now being accused of failing the 57-year-old by allowing him to stay on his leaking vessel after he was rescued two weeks ago. You'd be forgiven if you thought it was still winter, with a polar blast on the way for our southern states. Adelaide is in the grip of a polar plunge, bringing spring snow. Flurries are expected to fall over the New South Wales central tablelands and parts of Victoria. Temperatures in Canberra are set to dip below zero on Sunday. A state funeral will today be held for former New South Wales Premier John Fay, who died two weeks ago after a battle with leukaemia. The service will be limited to family and invited guests only because of coronavirus, but the event will be streamed online from 11am. Mr Fay was the state's Premier from 1992 to 1995. He played a key role in the bid for Sydney to host the Olympic Games in 2000. 88 whales stranded off Tasmania have now been returned to the sea, but sadly at least 380 have died in distressing scenes along sandbars near Strawn. Rescuers are checking those whales that are back in deeper water with fears not all are strong enough to survive. A handful of the animals that haven't been able to move will be euthanised. Efforts are still underway to save around 20 mammals that remain stranded. It's a medical holy grail, how to prevent the onset of dementia, which affects more than 400,000 people in Australia. Now Australian researchers have made a key discovery and it lies with a cheap and common drug used by diabetics. Madhu Dave was just 57 when he was diagnosed with dementia. He died three years later. His daughter Jay helping care for her father as the condition enveloped not just him, but his family. It was a complete roller coaster experience. It was terrible. It's not something that anybody is prepared for. But now breakthrough findings have cast a ray of hope. Researchers discovering that a group of elderly people aged between 70 and 90 suffering type 2 diabetes had lower dementia rates if they took a drug called metformin also known as Diabex. It's cheap and one of the most commonly prescribed medications worldwide, often used to lower blood glucose levels. This gives us hope that metformin may have anti-aging effects in the brain. Once the coronavirus pandemic has subsided and trials can continue, the next step will be a second study to see if the drug has a similar effect in the wider population, not just those with type 2 diabetes. There's great hope and potential that this safe medication could be repurposed to have a transforming effect on preventing brain ageing. It could absolutely be a game changer. It was such a positive outcome and I think it's really heartening to be doing this research. Nina Stevens, 7 News. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Donald Trump has taken a swipe at presidential hopeful Joe Biden for finishing up early on the campaign trail. An email sent at 9.20am stated the Democratic nominee wouldn't be holding any public events for the rest of the day. The president seized on the announcement, saying sleepy Joe Biden has low energy and the country can't have a low energy president. Biden's press secretary says he's spending the day preparing for his first debate with President Trump on Tuesday. China claims it should have a coronavirus vaccine ready for world distribution by early next year. The drug is in its third and final round of human testing. If it passes, a pharmaceutical company will apply for approval by the FDA to sell Coronavac in the United States. More than 24,000 people are currently participating in clinical trials for the drug. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has jumped. The Nasdaq is trading higher. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX also lost. Closer to home, tech stocks took a hit in Asia. Japan's Nikkei closed down. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also plunged. The All Lords and the ASX 200 both lost ground. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,872 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 40 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying around 70.5 US cents, 74 Japanese yen and a dollar seven New Zealand. The New South Wales Rural Fire Service has issued its first total fire ban of the bushfire season. Very high fire danger is forecast for the far north coast with warm, dry and windy weather. Other regions, including the Greater Hunter and North Coast, are also being warned of dangerous conditions. An interim report into the large air tanker crash during the Black Summer bushfires has revealed the horrific conditions three Americans flew through in their final moments. The crew died in January after completing a water bombing mission on an out-of-control bushfire near the Snowy Mountains. The report revealed a fellow pilot texted another plane at the time saying conditions were horrible and not to send anybody. Protests have turned violent violent in the US state of Kentucky with one city under curfew for a second night. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. It follows a decision not to charge police officers over the death of Breonna Taylor. Good morning, Jody. Yeah, these protests, peaceful protests, soon descended into chaos with two police officers shot and injured in Louisville, Kentucky. Anger boiling over after this decision was made not to charge three officers over the shooting death of Breonna Taylor during that botched drug raid back in March. Overnight, the anger spreading to other cities. Uh, clashes in Chicago, New York and Portland. This is how the mayor of Louisville, Brianna's hometown, responded this morning. Well, the question obviously is what do we do with this pain? There is no one answer, no easy answer to that question, but I do know this. Uh, violence is not the answer and destruction is not the answer.
Now, Brianna's name itself has become a rallying cry for the Black Lives Matter movement this year. It's likely these demonstrations will continue, Jody, with another curfew in place in Louisville, Kentucky this evening. OK, Ash, thank you. Geelong superstar Patrick Dangerfield has been named the 2020 AFL All-Australian captain. It's his first time captaining the side, but overnight Dangerfield became just the sixth player in history to be selected eight times. Port Adelaide veteran Travis Boak was named vice-captain. Twelve debutants have been selected. Brisbane have claimed their first NRL wooden spoon after going down 32-16 to the Cowboys. Brisbane struck early to take a 6-0 lead before Katoni Staggs went down with a suspected ACL tear. North Queensland led 16-12 at the break. Cowboys winger Kyle Feltz scored a hat-trick in their convincing 16-point victory. Mitchell Stark's decision to forego the IPL's riches has paid off after all. Stark's completing quarantine in Adelaide before joining the Australian women's team bubble in Brisbane to be with his wife, Alyssa. I've got that opportunity to, to go and see her for a little bit. Um, if I was in the IPL, I, I certainly wouldn't get that opportunity. The first four rounds of the Sheffield Shield will be played in Adelaide. The Victorian team faces two 14-day quarantine periods in Melbourne now and then on arrival in South Australia. The All Blacks have slammed the rugby championship scheduling and could consider boycotting the competition. Twelve tests will be played over six weeks between the Wallabies, All Blacks, Springboks and Argentina. Sydney has four double headers across November and December with one in Newcastle. But the Kiwis haven't agreed to a schedule that will leave them in quarantine for Christmas. As we're still committed to playing these games, we just have to find another um, way of being able to be able to do it. The Wallabies fly to New Zealand for two Bledisloe tests today. Aston Villa currently leads Bristol City 2-0 in the third round of the League Cup. Premier League champions Liverpool are taking on Lincoln City and led 4-0 a short time ago. Manchester City are hosting Bournemouth at Etihad Stadium. The winner of the competition qualifies for the Europa League. A Spanish freestyle paraglider has pulled off a rather daring spectacle while combining two extreme sports, paragliding and wingsuit flying. In a radical move, the 26-year-old is catapulted into a 20-second glide at a speed of over 200 kilometres per hour. He soared high over Malaga, performing stunning twists and turns. It took him four years of training to perform the stunt. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are generating showers and storms over the Northern Territory and Queensland. A front and trough are bringing wintry winds and showers to southeast and South Australia, Victoria, Tasmania and New South Wales. And a trough swinging over southwest Western Australia is bringing gusty winds and showers. Around the capitals today, a mostly sunny day for Brisbane, a top of 30 degrees. Sydney, windy with showers, heading for 25. Canberra, a top of just 10 today with showers. Melbourne, rain and 12. Hobart, 14 with a late shower. Showers easing in Adelaide, heading for 14 degrees. Perth, 23 today with a possible thunderstorm. Also a possible storm for Darwin with a top of 33. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 25th of September.